You ready? Whenever you are. Okay. Welcome to the fourth episode of Write, Read, and Write, a podcast dedicated to your study and practice of English. I am Adam Preston Peril, and I am joined by Josiah Seth Gray. Today to talk about note-taking. Yep, today we're talking all about taking notes. So make sure you grab a pen and paper so you can jot down all these mind-altering ideas. But first, uh, Adam, what's uh, new with you? Uh, I am currently working on my professional development as a teacher. I'm getting a new certification. Uh, hopefully it gets me some QTS in the UK, not just a license in the United States. So I'm working on that. It will take about nine months, but nothing worth getting is gotten quickly. Uh, what is new with you, Josiah? Hmm, uh, new with me? <laughs> well, lockdown, with lockdown, there's not too much new with me. Uh, but I did recently get a new computer, as you know, Adam. Uh, and that's been, that's <laughs> been really fun, having something that's not eight years old. Because uh, my old computer was really decrepit. The new one is awesome. Um, so I've been able to kind of reinstall some new games. Um, I have been I wasn't able to play because my old computer was so slow. And so I've got recently gotten back into Elder Scrolls, uh, which is super, super fun. Uh, just so good. Um, and if we ever talk about world building on this podcast, I'll probably bring up that series uh, just because it's impressive. Uh, but anyway, let's move on and talk about some note taking. Well, Josiah, as you might know about me, I'm all about active notes. Mm. Um, anything active, anything that we fully participate in and that we throw ourselves in is going to benefit our learning. Uh, we can learn from listening, but writing down what you reflect on and notice, I mean, that is so much more. And the IGCSC requires students to respond to text by responding to both implicit and explicit information. So being able to respond to that while you're reading it, extremely important. Explicit information is the simple stuff. It's the obvious stuff. You know, when did Neil Armstrong land on the moon? You know, what are the reasons that, you know, the, the Mongolians invaded mainland China? And these are things that are going to be obvious in the text. And implicit information requires a little bit more interpretation and analysis. When you take notes to try to determine how deep you need to go, if you, if you need to apply your own thoughts or understanding of others' thoughts, then you're taking notes on implicit information. If the answers are there in the text to be discovered without change, then it's probably explicit. I mean, it's, it's going to be very, very, very obvious. And both types of information require different strategies. So first, I want to explain how you can look for explicit information and take notes on that. Because explicit information notes requires a firm understanding of the prompt or question and understanding of the synonyms of any word that are in the question or the prompt. And understanding the ideas linked to the question will help you as you scan and skim any text. They make you spend time analyzing the question before you read. So if your question is saying, what are the, the five scientific properties that blah, 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 then when you're looking through the text, you're only going to be looking for those kind of ideas. It makes it really, really easy. On the other hand, implicit information notes require you to take notes on your mo more subtle feelings. Is the word aggressive or violent? Then you write that down, however it makes you sort of feel. Implicit means that it's understood or felt. You need to be able to express that and the relationship between what you felt and that word. Take notes on why you felt something or what it leads to. 
so my example on that one is if you see the word he slaughtered the person and i know i'm getting dark um then it's different from saying he murdered or killed slaughter is something that you do to an animal and therefore it probably is maybe less emotional or more violent and being able to identify how that word impacts the writing is what you need to take down in your notes Nice. Uh, I, I really like that. Um, and that goes into one of my favorite topics about connotation um, and denotation. But just the idea of what what are these words actually conveying? Yes, slaughter means kill, but there's so much more to it. Uh, and you can really understand what someone is communicating uh, at another level. Um, and that's that's a that's a better type of thinking, a better type of uh, understanding um, when I'm thinking about note taking. Uh, I take a. I, I think about a different way um, because as a teacher, obviously, there's a lot of in-class note taking that you need to do, um, and so implicit and explicit note taking does go into that as well. Thinking about the, what the teacher is uh, actually saying. Is it what they're saying, you know, with their words, or is there another meaning that they're conveying as well? Um, but obviously, when you're in class, uh, there are kind of two types of students: those who take down notes in class and those who don't. Um, obviously, there's probably another category of students, uh, but we'll just imagine uh, that they don't exist because at Kings, no one would fall asleep or, or daydream in class, right? No, of course not. <laughs> Everyone's just on, on top of it all the time, very focused. But anyway, uh, note-taking in class is really important because of the way it actually affects our learning. Uh, and when I say note-taking, I mean handwriting, and that's really important. Because uh, the thing is, with the way our brains are wired, we actually stimulate and use more parts of our brain when we handwrite. Um, I don't know why, but it is true. You can look it up if you don't believe me. Um, so if you take notes on your computer, you actually won't be able to remember as much because there is something about handwriting that causes our, our brains to engage more. And so they'll remember it uh, later. And this is, uh, this is actually really hard for me. Because as a student, I always wrote notes on my computer, or on my phone. I hated having a physical copy. I wanted the digital one. But cognitively, this is called active learning. And what you're doing is you're building more neural passageways in your brain uh, if you take handwritten notes. And so then when you come back later, you actually will understand it better. It is weird, but it is true. And, and I've heard that as well. Um, but I also heard that if you doodle while you're listening in class, that, that doodling also helps you build those neural pathways. I think just the important part of it is that active learning aspect, that you are engaged, that you are process. And I think that cognitive aspect is so important. If you think about it, note-taking is a reflection of your understanding. So many teachers stress good notes because good notes indicate that you know what is going on. If I were a student, and right now I am, I would take notes on most things I read and then review them at the end of the week. No matter what it is, take notes on it and review it. At the end of the week, when you review your notes, you'll exercise those path pathways in your head. Basically, your brain is going to get a little bit stronger because everything you remember is going to be reinforced by the notes you took. I think I'm going to even start taking notes on the the writing podcast I listen to. Maybe what I learn will stick better and my writing will improve. I'll just review my notes before every writing session. It's a really good idea, Adam. Um, maybe I should try taking notes uh, when I listen to podcasts too, because uh, normally I just use podcasts as a type of like intellectual entertainment, uh, which I leave in the background as I like cook or clean or something like that. Uh, but maybe taking notes on them would help me pro would probably stretch my understanding of actually what's being talked about in the podcast. So that's a good idea. 
Um, for me, uh, one of the biggest tips or tools uh, for note taking is actually a highlighter. Uh, now, obviously, most people uh, take notes with a pen. Uh, but when reading a book, especially like a nonfiction book, I love using a highlighter and a pen. Uh, but if you look through my books, uh, you'll see pages and pages full of different colored highlight highlights. Um, and so often I might give a different importance to each color. So maybe like green uh, means this is a great quote that I might want to use later. Or if it's a red, it's just an idea that just kind of blew my mind. Um, but then I also write in the margins and I get out my pen for that. Uh, but I love margins. I draw arrows to connect things. I summarize ideas. I cross-reference those ideas. Uh, basically, I just kind of go nuts on the margins. Um, and it all takes place there. So the, the sides are just you know handwritten completely. And the thing is, guys, uh, when you end up writing longer papers, like you will at the university level, uh, and these papers are like thousands of words long, you'll need to get organized. Uh, you simply can't just write a, you know, read a couple books or articles and be fine. Uh, when I was in high school, I didn't need to catalog all my resources because each paper was like five to 10 sources. But in college, my papers, they were like 25 to 30 sources minimum. And so I don't know about you, but my brain just is not big enough to remember which book or website I found an idea in. So that's where all this note taking just became vital to me because I'd use those margins to cross-reference ideas. Then I'd use a spreadsheet to, with key ideas, to, you know, where they came from. It was really intense. Um, and when you're listening to this, you'll probably think, uh, wow, that's, that's a lot of work. That sounds a bit crazy. But actually, what it did was it saved me time um, because by the time I'd done all that note-taking and organized my ideas, I would get to the writing and just boom. Everything would just fit together uh, and be ready for me to plug in because I'd done all the hard bits in the planning stage. And so the writing actually wasn't painful at all. It was fun. Uh, and it's like laying the foundation of a building. In this case, you're writing. Uh, and you're doing all that hard pre-building stuff so that when you actually start, things just go up quickly. Uh, so here is one tip, you know, highlighting and writing all over your books. Um, so Adam, uh, do you have any homework? Uh, I have a suggestion uh, or two. Uh, my suggestion is for the listeners this week to take notes on something they watch on YouTube or Netflix. And I know most listeners will. I do. I, I'm on YouTube and Netflix every single day. And I want them to pause and to notice, to think about what has happened on that video. Think about the jumps you made for understanding. Is this implicit information? Think about what was obviously presented, because that's explicit. And don't stress too much in your understanding of explicit and implicit. These are terms I use now. And if you're not at the IGCSE level, they're, they're going to be terms that you need to know um, in the future, but they may not be so important as... They will be when you get to years 10 and 11, and it'll come with time. Um, but try to take notes and notice what is understood, you know, what you understand, what you understand without having it directly presented to you and what is obvious and why those two bits of information are presented the way they are. Nice. Um, I guess I, I just realized I say nice a lot. Uh, <laughs> <so> my <laughs> homework um, is for not for you to not take notes. Um, you should take notes, obviously. But my homework is that I want you to consciously do this week is review those notes after you've taken them. Because it's one thing to take them, uh, but you need to review them like Adam was saying. Because the problem is, uh, is that statistically after 24 hours, uh, people can only remember half of what they've learned. Um, however, 
Uh, if you review your notes within that 24 hour period, and then if you do it again a couple of you know, days later, and then ag again at the uh, end of the week, um, your memory will just build over time. It's about those neural passageways. And so the, the loss of your learning will be significantly reduced. Um, and so by reviewing your notes, you're actually strengthening everything that you're going to know. It's going to stick better and you will learn it at a deeper level for longer. You know, I'm actually thinking right now, I'm going to start giving my students notes the day after our class um, and then having them take a quiz on that uh, later that night. So that when then 24 hours of my class, they should be able to take this quiz and review those notes. Um, and hopefully they learn a little bit better. But uh, I hope we've given you guys a lot of notes on and things to think about. We are just trying to brainwash you into learning and hopefully it's sticking. Brainwash. That's one of those uh, implicit terms, right? <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know. <laughs> All right, guys. That is everything for this episode of Write, Read, and Write. Thanks for listening in. And remember to attack your classes or reading with a pen and highlighter and get those brain juices flowing. So thanks for listening and keep practicing your English.